Every now and then in life, no matter how old you are, something or someone comes along and changes your thinking about something. And in this episode of The Yarn, I hope we can do that to you to a certain degree. Welcome to The Yarn. It's a podcast for the Australian wool industry. I'm Marius Cumming. So recently I was lucky enough to have the opportunity to show a group from the United States where wool comes from and we went to the wool store in Melbourne and then to a couple of farms. So the people I took around were from Carryology, a group that started out fascinated by the way people carry things. It evolved from a blog to a business called Bellroy. They're involved with not just all kinds of bags but the way we carry wallets, phones, keys, anything really. And so how did this all evolve to wool? Well, I'll let Taylor Weldon from Carryology explain how it all came about. And so Carryology was a blog created to explore better ways how to carry, exploring better ways to carry. And um, and Bellroy was kind of born of that, of the findings of the searching how to carry better. And that's kind of our definition is carry is kind of a noun and a verb. It's the objects that we carry, the physical objects we carry, and the act and systems that we, we all utilize in carrying these objects. And this can be for everyday carry, you know, things in your in your pocket right now, your phone wallet keys, Google Google slapping thing, phone wallet keys. That's also the um, the products like the backpacks, messenger bags. But it's the systems and way you, the ways you carry, the way you choose to carry your phone in your front left pocket or versus your back pocket. Now, we were talking about wallets earlier and how you carry that, and you shouldn't carry it in your back pocket with a Costanza wallet, as we call it, because <laughs> it'll, th- it'll throw, up, throw off your back. <laughs> All right, so what an incredible concept. Was this a concept that you had? No, no, no. This is, uh, it was founded by Andy Falshaw and Hadrian Monloop and um, Lincoln Ether. I think he had some involvement in the early days. Well, I know he did. But um, they founded the, uh, the concept of karyology and like I said, it was just a blog. It was just this kind of idea and it was just fun kind of exploration. And um, I jumped on, you know, months after it, it was kind of um, in development. And I, I was just a freelance product designer. I was designing a lot of bags and backpacks and carry for different brands around the world. I was doing a lot of photo bags at the time. I'd been doing some stuff in the outdoor market. I did some stuff for the the military um, for like tactical purposes. And um, I kind of found out about Carryology right when it started. And I sent them an email. I said, hey, this is really cool. I didn't think there's anyone else like me in the world. I didn't know there's anyone else kind of talking my language. And it was just a very very easy transition into joining this. I would, it wasn't even a team then. It was just kind of this weird idea that's kind of like... A movement. Yeah, a movement. Yeah. It was like a bunch of black sheep, you know, just not funny much black sheep, huh? <laughs> hey. And now you've, you've also partnered with Unbound Marino, which is a, a Canadian company. Yeah, or? yeah. So, I mean, um, you know, back to the whole carry thing. It's about exploring better ways to carry and it's the products we carry and the way we carry it. And, you know, we've... we've talk a lot about packing and, and carrying stuff and how you pack for a trip. And the one thing, when you're packing for a trip, the things that are going to take up the most amount of space and your, your luggage or your bags were big on one bag travel. So that means you're traveling somewhere for, you know, up to two weeks, one backpack, small backpack, carry on only. That's our kind of our, our ideal setup. 
And to do that, your clothes take up the most amount of volume. You know, the clothes are obviously going to be the thing that take up all, all the space. So if you're wearing cotton t-shirts, you know, I, I'm a sweater, I sweat. The cotton, it doesn't breathe well. You know, you're going to need 15 different cotton t-shirts. The discovery, you know, that we all kind of had at the same time or, you know, roughly at the same time at Carology is merino wool. It's magic. It is absolute magic. Like, I'm here in Australia and New Zealand for just under four weeks. And I have four t-shirts packed for the entire, that's all I have. I don't have any other shirts. I, I'm not, like, I have, I have some other insulating layers and jackets and stuff, but I have four t-shirts because merino is magic. It keeps you warm when it's cold. It keeps you cool when it's warm. And it packs small. So you're instantly carrying better by carrying merino. And that's just the, the first thing you can do to carry better is use merino clothing. And you can pack less, you can pack lighter, you can pack smaller. And that's, that's the ultimate takeaway when it comes to merino. So one of our favorite brands is Unbound Merino. They're based out of Toronto. And we kind of uh, we reached out to them and said, you know, we're going to be taking this epic trip down to Australia, New Zealand. And uh, we'd like to like partner up with you guys and kind of connect us with some of the, the, um, the farms and the mills that you guys work with located down here, you know, the home of Merino. And uh, we'd like to visit some of them and uh, kind of learn more about the whole process from start to finish. Because we're, we're huge fans of Merino apparel in the end, you know, once we see it, once it's finished. And we don't know, we know about the, the steps to get there, but now we want to see it firsthand. Well, and today uh, I've, I've had the honour of taking you around to, uh, to the wool stores at Brooklyn in Melbourne here, and then we went to see a couple of growers in a, into an active shearing mm. shed where you, a working shearing shed where you um, acquitted yourself beautifully. And I understand <laughs> there's, uh, uh, there, there's a recruiting process that uh, is starting, taking place around uh, you joining a shearing team. Yeah. Um, and then learned a bit about the breeding of merinos and yeah. uh, and, and uh, a tender moment with a lamb later in the day. Yeah. Um, was it kind of as you expected, going back to the source? Man, it was, it was really cool. I mean, frankly, I thought we were just going to see a merino farm, which, like, I grew up in rural Pennsylvania. I live in Texas. I, I'm, I've seen farm animals. I've been on farms. But I thought we were just going to kind of go to a farm and just look at some sheep. Hey, there they are out in the pasture. There we go. Cool. All right, have a good day. I mean, I, that's that would have been plenty. I thought that would have been cool enough. But we got to see the whole thing from start to finish. You know, how these these sheep and rams are selected, you know, for their their genetic traits and how one type of um, wool is better than the other. You know, or at least not in that farmer's eyes, and why they select them to go on to breed other sheep to make that type of wool, and then going to see the, the sheep getting sheared, you know, and actually l looking at them grading the wool as it comes right up fresh off the sheep, right there, and they're grading it and saying, okay, this is gonna go in this bin, this is gonna go in this bin based on the micrometers and the thickness of, the, of each individual fiber. And then, you know, the whole way to the end of seeing it at auction. That was really cool, you know, the whole blah, 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 blah. <laughs> we, we get to see that today. We, the whole process from start to finish. You know, but that was, that was fascinating. I, it was way more than I thought we'd get to see. And um, something that obviously you guys share with the people you met today is passion for something. And yeah. uh, um, you're clearly very passionate about what you do. And uh, yeah, hopefully you saw the passion in the in the industry today from everyone as well. Absolutely. And I mean, I, one thing I think we share, and it's 
you know, we're, we're very technical with the, uh, the stuff that we explore. Um, you know, we, we deal with a lot of like high end technical fabrics and stuff, you know, some of these real cutting edge technologies. And I, I think Merino is a cutting edge techno technology, but it's a natural thing. You know, it's, it's from nature. It's been evolving for millions of years. And, and the one thing that we share with these people, all these very, very passionate people is we're, we're nerds. We like geeking out on this super incredible stuff. You know, these, the farmers there are showing me how they grade the uh, the different wool, you know, the microns and all the different the crimps and the and the, the wool. We're nerds about that stuff, and they are too. And it's really cool to see people like just passionately going after that type of information and and uh, and that like that, that kind of life, I guess. It's interesting to hear you speak this way because America, the U.S., has been a very hard market for Australian wool for a very long time, possibly since the Korean War, when, mm -hmm. uh, when U.S. soldiers wore, you know, big oh, yeah. merino next to skin. And uh, even that Seinfeld episode, I think it might have even been in the Big Bang, big bang Theory in, yeah. in more recent times, where wool is associated with being itchy yeah, and yeah. scratchy and uncomfortable. But merino, have we got a chance to, to turn them over with merino? I mean, I, I totally think so. I mean, my, my first... Memory of wool is probably an old World War II uh, jacket that I have. It's this long trench coat, and it's super itchy. I would never wear that against my skin. And I, don't, I can't pinpoint the exact day or date or you know even year when I discovered merino or when, or frankly, our whole team discovered merino. You know, we all kind of found it in our separate ways. But you know, I. I I was wearing cotton t-shirts. I, I, I'm a big fan of only wearing black t-shirts and I was just wearing cotton black t-shirts, buy a pack for, you know, $10, three packs. And, you know, they get holes in them, throw them away. But then I discovered Merino and it must be the first sh shirt I saw was like $60 per t-shirt, you know, and I was thinking, that's absolutely crazy. That's, that's insane. I'm a budget oriented guy. There's a cotton shirt. I get $3 for 10 and then one t-shirt for $60. What, what the hell? This doesn't make any sense. But then the first time I got one, it just instantly changed everything I thought about wool. I, I put it on. It's soft against my skin. It's breathable. You know, for traveling, you know, it saves all the benefits I just mentioned before. Um, doesn't stink when you wear it, you know, for like two days when you're traveling. That's, that's people kind of like laugh about it. Like, oh, you're being dirty. Like, no, it, it's, I, it does perform, you know, all the, all the magic that, it says it will do. It actually does. You know, I could probably say that better, but <laughs> yeah. But in terms of marketing, I mean, obviously, uh, Australian Wool Innovation, who I work for, is the parent company to the mm -hmm. Walmart company, which is the marketing arm. Honestly, how can we market wool better in the United States, given your knowledge of the market and, and the work we do there or not do there? I mean, I think the the one thing that is holding people back. Um, from my experience, is the only um, exposure I had to merino wool next to skin comfort, like t-shirts, is I'm looking at photos of it online. And it's, it looks just like a general t-shirt, you know? I'm just, I never got a chance to touch it. And it might have been a trade show that the first time I got to touch merino wool that's made for next to skin comfort. And then I, as soon as I touched it, I was like, wait a second, this isn't like that old World War II jacket that I have. You know, that's super itchy and nasty. And once you, you finally touch it, and you get to experience it firsthand, that might be the only thing holding people back is because the only real way they can have access to it, there aren't too many retailers that you know sell, you can't go to the Gap and they have 100% merino wool t-shirts, for example. 
Um, so there isn't really too much exposure in the U.S. for ways to get your hands on it. So tactile, I actually, tactile. touching, because you, you, that's a great point you make. That, yeah. uh, we like to think that we understand it. And oh, see yeah. It, but you try to tell someone, and it's yeah. the best. And yeah. that, well, I don't know. I can get this cotton for 10 bucks. But, yeah, if they can touch it and feel it. And, I mean, there's tons of retailers, including Unbound Merino. I know that for a fact. If you can buy a T-shirt, and they have a you know money-back guarantee. If you don't like it and you say, this isn't for me, you can return it. So get it in the mail, touch it, and then I, I think you're just – you're, you're converted the minute you like get your hands on it and put it you know your skin on it you know and you get inside of that t-shirt it, it feels feels amazing indeed well um taylor it's been a great pleasure to to meet you and to show you around today so thank you for the opportunity all the very best for all your future endeavors and uh yeah we look forward to onwards and upwards with you yeah thank you so much mike uh lawrence and myself we all had a blast today thank you so much for your time uh, we, had, we had a really, really fun day. It was a long day, and we had a lot of fun. Thank you. So that's Taylor Weldon from Cariology, and if you don't know of Taylor, it's well worth looking him up because he's uh, a character you don't forget in a hurry, and uh, the beard that he has is super, super impressive. Anyway, a huge thank you to Samantha Wan and Elliot Lindley from Elders and to Wool Growers Graham Harvey and George McKenzie who took time out of their busy days to show us around their properties and their businesses. So on that note from me, Marius Cumming, thank you for having a yarn with me.